is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Welcome to the Meet Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meet Improv is, of course, the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on comedians to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we do improvisational, long-form comedy in the UCB style <laughs> 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 of games. Yes. It was the I.O. style until recently. Until that... Place got shut down. Yeah, what a what a happy thought there, Jake. Uh, what a way to <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, today we have two special R-I-P-I-O. guests. Yeah, R I P I O. Do you think they could ever come back? I don't think so. I feel like Sharna like left that door uh, like this much open. A jar. Yeah, she left it a jar of like saying like, well, maybe we'll find a new space. Or <laughs> I think no I think it's no chance. Plus, burned. everyone hates her, so I guess <laughs> kind of or something. I don't know. I feel like the the brand is there. the brand has been spoiled. Yeah, for this, yeah. the city. You did perform there though, right? With I did this perform week? there. I did. I, I had a I had multiple monthly shows there. <laughs> but I don't I don't associate myself with that. You will theater. not see Lou performing at IO West anytime yes. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. Yes, uh, IOs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how I feel about that introduction, but yes. Yes. Lou Wilson is here. Uh, and Andrew Hansen, uh, returning hey, guest. Hey, hey. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Uh, Good to be back from, from Acme Comedy Theater. Hey, oh, comedy so good, it's coming out like we're a factory. Uh, hey, come check me out at Acme, no ho, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know that place used to be pretty legit. Like oh, that's I, where like Cedric Yarborough came from, and like uh, I didn't know. I don't know anything. I lived. I literally lived like right around the corner from that place for like three years, and I always walked by. And I was like, I gotta check this place out. And then you're like, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do it? Uh, I never did. Yeah. Where never is that did. in relation? That's not. Is that near the Ha Ha Cafe, or is that a different thing it's, from the Ha Ha Cafe? It's just up Lancashire from the Ha Ha. Okay, great. It's literally like a block. Or two. The haha's like down at the bottom. The new location of the haha. The haha moved. I think the haha used to be further south on Lancashire, and then it moved up into the arts district. Got it. Uh, I think it's real close to like where Hesby and Lancashire intersect. <laughs> I don't know. I was a Nazi go guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, Acme is right around uh, where Otsi go. I think it's somewhere in there. I'm wrong, but where Nerdist dies. Of? <laughs> Nerdist dies. Io dies. The haha. The haha. The haha remains. The haha is the Radio Shack of <laughs> comedy theaters. Honestly, yeah. Like the the haha is like you know if there's like a nuclear fallout, <laughs> the haha is still going to be the the haha is going to be what preserves all yes. of our yes. comedic traditions. With and, perennial headliner Jeff Garcia. <laughs> I feel like that is always the name I see. It's like oh Jeff Garcia is hey, back. Jay, he still got it. Um, <laughs> Andrew, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you have stamps in your pocket? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, mailing in uh, my taxes. Just mm. finished them up. Mailed them in. Uh, I was mailing uh, my the money I owed. I, it's a long, it's a long story. It's a meaty story. Maybe, oh, maybe a story maybe. that oh. uh, we'll hear about a little later on this oh. podcast <laughs> about your taxes this year. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys like juicy, juicy guts because <laughs> you're gonna hear all about me filing my taxes. <laughs> 
<laughs> we talked about that before we got on the air. That's right. How, uh, <laughs> I owed money. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Uh, so please, uh, meatheads, <laughs> go to boardwalkaudio.com slash the meat. Click on support our artists. Yeah. Do we have to claim that? I don't that's what pushed we you over the got, edge. Yeah, that's yeah. why you owed for all yeah. the money you made off the for all meat. The, all the Amazon kickbacks we got. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so you guys just did a show together, right? We did. We did. Uh, was that written by Jeff? Yes, Jeff Topolsky wrote yeah. El Pollo Local High School. Uh, 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 the story of if, uh, if El Pollo Loco bought a high school. Yeah. <laughs> Quite simply, it was you know it's uh it's a it's a tale as old as time, but I think that we really put our own spin on it. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> it was yeah it was uh it was a lot of Jeff. Is it over? It. It's uh yeah pretty much like I mean, like we did it for like a year and then you know I mean who knows I mean like maybe someday we'll dust it off, but uh, yeah for now it's uh it's it's in retirement. It's in Florida. Mm. Uh, you know, soaking yeah. up the sun doesn't mean you know a CIA agent can't show up and say we need you back, uh, <laughs> and you'll come out. We'll come out of retirement for one last job. But for the most part, the expectancy is that you know we're moving on to whatever comes next in this life. And to be yeah. clear, we're not talking about the show itself. We're talking about me, Jeff Topolsky, <laughs> and Lou have yes. all bought cabins uh, <laughs> in Florida. Yes. Oh, cabin! Uh, yeah, I'm mixing my genres. We're sorry. swamp people. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. The metaphor was Florida. The show is retired in Florida. Me, Jeff, and Lou all bought cabins in the mountains, various mountains. Got we it. live quiet lives. And then when the CIA shows up, we're out chopping wood or whatever. Yeah. And we're like, no, we're retired. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we need you. Yeah. And then we come back. <laughs> One more show. One more show. Had you guys worked together before that? Uh, no. No. Uh, in fact, we hadn't even, I don't think we had ever done improv because I think we had, uh, our director was like, you guys should do improv together before, like we did the spank or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh yeah, we would do that anyway. Yeah. But, uh, even though it's funny because Andrew is one of the first people I knew when I, when I graduated from college and moved back here and started doing comedy at UCB, I had actually met Andrew in the summer of 2012 uh, when I was a sophomore in college and taking Monkey Butler improv workshops and Andrew had subbed one. Uh, and then I'd run into Real him in cut. line at DCM like the summer before I moved back. So it's like it felt very much like me and Andrew were meant to do this show together, though we because our our lives were so interlaced. Uh, Clandestine but, meeting. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a, a very interesting thing of like I was surreal. I was like standing in line at DCM, didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. And then I think like I like made like casual conversation with the people in front of me or something or like New Yorkers or something. And then one of them like tapped me on the shoulder and was like, I'm sorry, this is so strange, but uh, this guy over here says he thinks he knows you. And then, like, I turn and I well, see... How come you relayed that through somebody? I mean, that sounds... I don't remember that, but that <laughs> sounds very much like some shit I would do. Uh, I don't think it was something where, like, Lou was like, oh, talk to that guy. I think it was more like Lou was like, oh, that's weird. I think I know that guy, but I'm not going to say anything. And yeah. then I think the other people were like, oh, I'm going to say... Or that, like, yeah, okay, that sounds me, right. That know. sounds right. You weren't, like, peeking from behind a little yeah, fence. I, was like, <laughs> I don't think he was, like, trying to talk to me or anything. I don't think... like I think that like he was just kind of like oh that's weird i think i recognize that guy yeah. but I, I mean i don't even know if he knew where to place it or whatever and then that the people in between were like 
so then yeah we uh and then yeah and then once you graduated came back then we ran into each other and stuff yeah Yeah. wow Uh, so where'd you go to so you grew up here i grew up here but then i went to boston college uh, to Boston College? To, I went to Boston College, okay. College of Boston, <laughs> uh, uh, for university, and then came right back. Nice. Um, you know, went, tried it, realized it's bad, and came back. <laughs> uh, snow's not cool. I mean, snow's fun. <laughs> snow's fun for uh, snow's fun to play in and to to go visit, but to live with snow is not yeah. um, good. I'm talking to a guy from Milwaukee, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> See? Yeah. You get it. That's why you're here, dude. Yeah. Uh, cool. Where are you from? I'm from uh, St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when did you move out here? I moved out here. Uh, I've been in Southern California for like, I went to school in Orange County. So then like I have been in Southern California for like 10 years and been in LA for seven. I see. Yeah. When did you get introduced to the monkey butler? My first exposure to <laughs> improv was doing short form in Orange County. Wow. Uh, big ups to uh, the De Pietro Performing Arts Center, a.k.a. the OC Crazies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was me doing improv with a bunch of like 45 and 50 year olds, me doing short form improv. Uh, and it was like, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is it was the first time I'd done improv. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like this. Uh-huh. Um, what were the audiences like? Oh, uh, they were actually they were not bad. Like they would be like, but it was one of those like pyramid scheme things where it was like, they were like, all right, to do the show, you have to buy five tickets, but you'll make your money back if you sell them to five of your friends or whatever. And the tickets were like $10 or something, but it was like a, two hour long show or something like that. It was like with an intermission or something. So it was like really like, I remember it was like really like intense. Like the lady was, there was like something we did a, a game where it was like, they had a recording of like C-SPAN, but it was of the orange County, like city council meeting. And everyone had a part that they had to memorize, but then you'd get a suggestion and you'd have to like lip sync for it. Right. Uh-huh. But it was like the person directing the show was like, you need to know when your character's up in the rhythm at which your mouth, I would always kind of be kind of loose with it. Cause I would actually be like, going based off the suggestion or whatever and like uh-huh. just like trying to build off of whatever was said previously and she would be like that's not good enough like you're not syncing up with his lips I'm like I can't really sync up exactly with his <laughs> lips like I'm not going to be saying the same words as him and like uh, I mean like it was one of those things where I think it came to a point where I was like I could spend a lot of time rehearsing and practicing this bit to sync my mouth up with this portions of this clip that I need for the show <laughs> or I could do something else. And I was like, Oh yeah, I think it makes, but anyway, so, but that was further down the line. So anyway, <laughs> I was doing improv there, me and a bunch of 45, 50 year olds along comes like uh, a couple other people, my age. One of them was like, Oh, there's uh there's this thing called long form improv. Uh, and I was like, oh, what's that? You know? And then they're like, uh, I don't know, but it's supposed to be cool. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I'm interested they're, And they described it. They're like, it's like, you know, it's like improv, but like, you don't, you don't have an MC and it's like, you just go and like, you do whatever you want and like, you can edit and stuff. And I was like, like how do you score points? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no MC. <laughs> I don't understand. Who's going to call the freeze? (laughs) (laughs) Who will end the scene? How will I know if I stick with my current choice or make a new choice? Uh, All my short form heads out there loving that. All my short form heads. Uh, I think everyone at one point was a short form head. 
A little bit, right? I'd like to believe so. It's it's funny to me to like because I feel like a lot of the people though I meet in like LA and stuff like just come straight into doing long form. I feel like which is interesting. I don't think it's like bad or good. It's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so anyway though, like these this person was like, yeah, there's uh yeah, if you want to do long form, there's these there's these like free improv workshops you can do, <clears throat> and I was like, okay, free. They're like, sure. So we went. And uh, yeah, it was like uh, Monkey Butler was the thing. It was like through the auspices of a church. And they were, they were, I don't know. They were like, I was like, I think I was like a little cautious going in because I was like, is this like a recruitment thing? Or are they going to try to make me join this church? And they never did. They just always gave these free improv workshops. And then we're like, at the end, we're like, if people, then they would like stay and pray and like everyone else would just bounce. And like, so it was just like, we'd go do improv for two hours and then like just leave. And the other people who were like part of this church. Would Monkey Butler was a religious thing? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, I used to pray after 201. <laughs> I'd stay and pray after 201. It's very like it was very like nondescript prayer anyway. Either it was like there wasn't there was no talk of like Christ. There was just talk of God. And it was just like, what are we hoping like God will help us with this week? And like what are we thankful that God helped us with this uh the like this current week? Uh and that and yeah, I would like stay, hang out, throw down a little prayer, yeah, uh, and then go on my way. I mean, to be honest, like they were the like they were not never anything but like incredibly nice yeah. and like incredibly like generous with like their like information and like and with their their workshops and things so it was like yeah it ended up so then like yeah i ended up like getting like doing like shows with they would like do shows and they would have like really big like got, mm-hmm. you get to perform for like it's like the biggest audiences I'd ever get. It was like not the biggest ever, but like at that point, like it yeah. would be like they'd draw like consi- like we would do shows every other week and there would be like, I think like, I don't know, like 50 or 60 people. And okay. it was like, I thought you were going to say like 2000, it's a mega church. You know, uh, but like at that time it was like getting to perform. I mean, even right now, to be honest, like <laughs> you know, it's like 50 to 60, like I'll take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, for the equivalent of like an indie show or an mm, indie night, yeah. you know? Uh, so it was like, uh, but anyway, yeah. And then through that, then like one, there's one time, like one of the people like couldn't teach one of the workshops or whatever. And so they were like, can you sub? And I was like, okay, sure. I'll try my hand at it. And there was a scene. I, I still remember it. It was Lou and, uh, Jeremy Collane and, uh, they stepped Jeremy out. Jeremy Collane was in that too. Yeah. yeah we, dude. we, well, Jeremy and I went to high school together and we did improv, uh, together in high school. Really? And then, in the summers between uh, when the summer in that summer uh we were like we're here but we got to keep doing improv and i don't think uc we didn't know what ucb was and i had a friend whose brother was in monkey butler and was like yo free long form and we were like hell yes so yeah we started taking those classes yeah wow. it's funny because it was also before i started i was like i think i had just moved i started doing the workshops like when i was living in orange county and i would drive me and these guys from orange county would like we would drive up to LA to do the workshops and like drive up to do, I would drive up to do the shows and then I would drive back to orange County. It would be like an hour each way. And then like when I finally moved here, then it was about like another year of like, I was just saving up money to like study somewhere. Um, and I was thinking about either groundlings, RIPIO, uh, or UCB. Uh, and I ended up like through going to shows and stuff was like, Oh, I really like UCB. So then it was like, that was, yeah, it was interesting, but I still remember the, the scene that you and Jeremy claimed it. I forget how it started, but like, I think you 
started with like grilling something and then jeremy came out like also grilling something and like threw it i just remember you said the line you brought a barbecue to my barbecue <laughs> and, I, and it was just very funny to me like i still remember it like I think my first my first memory of lou was him just being like you brought a barbecue to my barbecue and i just remember being like i can't give this guy notes yeah uh, that's right that's right <laughs> oh wow uh well thank you oh that's but you know, jeremy clinton was like oh, i'm gonna give this guy a yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's that was my first. Is Andrew just dressing down my best friend at the time, just like standing at me, like I'm sorry. So why did you do that? Okay. Lou, was, Lou was doing a great scene, and then you came in and ruined it. Yeah. So what was your thought process on that? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's still high, coach. I just choose one person I like and one person I'm going to just annihilate. <laughs> the rest are neutral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you think about my walk on? It was fine. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, awesome, interesting. Where was Monkey Butler out of? Is that out OC out of OC as well? No, it was all out of uh, LA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Different it was the church. mosaic what? was the church. Oh, the one over yeah. there in like Hollywood and the Brea. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't. They had like I don't think they had that location originally. So it was like they were like getting spaces from random. They had like, there was a church in Silver Lake. There was Mm -hmm. a church in Culver city. There was a church in like, and they were just like getting space at these places. So they had all these like satellite places. Isn't that like a Christian science church or something like that? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's like one of those new churches that they all have. I like, I don't know how many, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have like a ton of Christian friends, but it sounds like all the churches now in LA have club names. They're all like Sky 23, Mosaic, <laughs> like Lifted. Like they all have these crazy club names. Um, but yeah, Mosaic. I and mean, they have improv in the back. And they got improv. Hey, what's up, dude? It looks like a club for the front and we got improv in the back. It's like club everyone has front, a reason Comedy to be club there. in the back. Yeah. yeah. It's a real ha-ha cafe. Real ha-ha cafe. <laughs> yeah, we really did a huge a who's who of the uh of the improv of the comedy theaters. Yeah, I can tell I can tell this is gonna be a real drama a drama provoking episode. We're really <laughs> dropping names, yeah. putting people on blast. Hell yeah, dude. Taking you know, like giving away the uh business model of free improv <laughs> workshop. <laughs> All right, everybody, except for let me see IDs. Uh, this is Sky 23. Uh, so if you want to get in, I'm going to need to see your IDs. Sky 23. I brought three girls with me. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. You're at the front of the line now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Please, I want to be saved. <laughs> hey, we all want to be saved. But you showing up here wearing flip flops and cargo shorts. I thought it was a casual. I thought it was like a fun thing. I thought this, this was is, like we were gonna dance at church. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, this isn't a. Uh, this is Sky Twenty Three. All right. Look at me. I got an earpiece in. All right. I'm wearing sunglasses at night and a suit. Do you honestly think you belong here? No. Hey, is it true that Diddy held one of his all-white services in here? I'm not allowed to say. Oh. But, uh, yes. (laughs) Your secret's safe with me. Here's my ID. All right. Oh, great. Anyway, you can go ahead and go in with your three lady friends. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bottle service will come out to you in the pew. Heck, yeah, it will. I'm not going up to get communion. What, are you out of your mind? (laughs) 
Come on, babes. <laughs> we oh. cut across town to uh, <coughs> a club, Sky uh, 33, and there's a family outside. I think this is the church, honey. Uh, oh, it's interesting. There's a guy up front. Hey. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, uh, we're here for the service. Yeah, we're from out of town. We're just visiting my family, and we're, we're just trying to catch a little uh, Sunday night mass. Oh, you're trying to get into Sunday night mass? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're at the right place. <laughs> Uh, are you, I, no, I, we're at the, okay, yeah. yeah. This is probably what is LA talk. Oh, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're here, yeah, we'd like to be saved. We'd like yeah, to have a yeah, spiritual yeah. experience. I'm sure you would. You belong in old people heaven. <laughs> this is Sky 33, okay? We're only saving young, beautiful people who like to get down, okay, for the Lord. Of course. All right. Wow. Is there any, I had my wife and kids, we're out of town. Could I maybe strike one? You <laughs> say Andrew Jackson has to say about getting a little prayer in. Jackson. Is that a Okay, great. No, that is a great. That's a twenty? Yeah. That's a twenty dollar bill. Honestly, dude, I don't want to set you back. This looks like your uh your lunchables money for the what? week, all right? Say that for my husband like that. <laughs> Look, honestly, if if you're if you're trying to tip me with a with a twenty, you don't you're not Sky thirty three material, all right? Our communion alone costs sixty dollars. All right. What? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? It's me, Chuck Liddell. Uh, <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, what's up, dude? Oh, uh, little Liddell. <laughs> That's right, little Liddell. Hey, can I, uh, mass starts in five minutes, right? Oh, yeah, no, we were waiting for you, Chuck. Take all your time you need. We follow this family to the other side of town. Uh, there's like a little, <laughs> like, like a flashing, like a broken sign outside of this door. Uh, come on inside. You want to, did you look at to be saved? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah. Please, please, please come on in. Oh, it's actually karaoke night at church. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We're just open to, come on. You want to, yeah, we're in we have all sorts of activities. Kind of, okay. Uh, the congregation is a little. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah also. They're, uh, they're a little, it's a little sparse in there. Okay. okay. But the guys we have are great. Okay. Uh, okay. The guys we have. Come on in. You like peanuts a lot. Is that the father? That's the reverend. Yeah. The reverend? Yoga. Do you guys want peanuts? There you go. Don't give my peanuts away. <laughs> These are his personal peanuts. Those yes. Are, you keep pouring them out of my planter's containers into those little plastic bags. Give me my peanuts back. Father, we, we wanted to do a little... Give me my peanuts The word thing is broken. I don't know the words. Uh, are we supposed to follow along? That <laughs> Which one of the churches? <laughs> this, this is church. Is this the is this the hymn? Are we in the church? Are we in the portion? Of the- oh my god! Oh, somebody's throwing up in the back. Exercise the demons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're in. Uh, you're in Larry's. <laughs> you're in Larry's. What? This is called Larry's. <laughs> the name of this church you're in is called Larry's. All right. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we'll take what we can get. I mean, yeah. the other, the yeah, the you'll take what you can get. You try to steal a urinal cake, and I'll cut your hand off. <laughs> we, we would never. Don't steal the urinal cake. They're like. <laughs> 
We, Everyone's coming in here for the urinal cake. Look, we're reaching we right in there and grab. Want the urinal cake? Well, good because right. you can't have them. <laughs> okay, we don't. We just want to get to have some spiritual. I time. paid extra for this scent. Pina colada. <laughs> Please, do you want a shasta? A sh- a what <laughs> is that? What you is that the blood of Christ? Yeah, here? Well, it's a red shasta. <laughs> it's a red shasta, just <laughs> no, a single it? one. You can all share it. <laughs> It's you a, can't have any of my Canada dry, so don't even ask. Honey, I don't like it here. I don't either, but we couldn't get into those other places. They were very cool. We've okay. just got to have our blood of Christ, and I'm sure they've got some uh, wafers, uh, the body of Christ around here. <laughs> oh, one second. You don't turn off your phone for church here? No, I could get a phone call for any second. We got to get it. The health inspector didn't approve us, so we're waiting for him to come back through. Is that him? <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> what is it? It's in the middle of Sunday mass. Oh, you're going to beat me up. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I welcome you to come Yeah, we should get out of here. Can we get them? Oh, I got four people down here, and we all got a thirst for blood. <laughs> what? Oh, honey, no. we got to go. We right. just, no, but I need the Take body of Christ. What? No, what? I need, what's the body of Christ? Give these please. kids little knives. Please, please. Body of Christ, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's the peanuts. <laughs> okay, great. We got it. Run. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. Let's just go to Chick Fil A. Let's just go to Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A's got a. They only have them here. So yeah. So oh god. Ding ding. <laughs> Welcome to Chick Fil A. Hi. Yeah. Uh, um. We'll just get a couple of originals. Oh great! I'd be happy to serve you. Except we're closed on Sundays. We're a very religious institution. <laughs> no. Awesome. Well, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. Uh, Lou. Yeah. You've been elected to uh, democratically to tell your story, your meaty story first. Great. Uh, uh, well, somebody wave a hand if I start talking for too long, because I'll tell you, I can start waxing and I can start <laughs> waving. Uh, so when I was a freshman in uh, college. At uh, Boston a, College? At Boston at, uh, Boston College. Are they the Terriers? No, that's our rivals. The, that's Boston University. That's where I tried to go. We're, oh, you tried? I got in, but I didn't get a scholarship, so I fucking didn't do it. Yeah, because they're fucking trash people. Uh, <laughs> you yes. guys are some kind of bird, right? Yeah, we're a bird. The Golden Eagle. Uh, proud, mighty, strong. Uh, Boston College. Uh, ignite the heights with spirit and truth. That was, my, that was the motto of my class. Uh, every class got a motto. This wow. is, these aren't important parts of the story. Uh, these are just, these are building the world. Uh, so I went to uh, BC freshman year. Uh, toward the back half of the year, my somebody on my floor, Matt Bone, is coming back from the post office, uh, and he has these like two big things of like these two like flat. Uh, these two big flat packages like filled with cardboard. And I'm like, what are those? And he's like, um, these are, um, there's a thing going on right now with the post office where you can send 
you can order small flat rate priority boxes for free and they'll send them to you. So as a joke, my friends from Florida sent me 50 of these and I like just picked them up <laughs> and I, and he was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, that's silly. And then he was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. And I was like, I'll take them. And he was like, uh, sure. And so he gave me these like 50 small flat, uh, rate priority <laughs> boxes and I like put them together and I was like, Oh wow. I like, and then I don't know, I had a spark of genius and I was like, this could be something. Uh, and so I did what this any, really speaks to the college experience where you're just like, yeah, 50 boxes. Let's yeah. see where this goes. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, where it went was that over the next like three months, I ordered 2,275 small flat rate priority boxes from the U.S. Postal Service and put them together in my room. Uh, give me an idea how big. So a small flat rate priority box is about I would say it's like two water bottles next to each other like in terms of like two regular size water bottles in terms of like uh like thickness and length uh they're like small uh and so I put together uh me like it and it like it kind of became a, a house thing like or not a house thing but like my two roommates kind of got thought it was funny and we're like oh we could like do something with this we could like make weapons and like fight each other we could like build weapons. furniture this is amazing <laughs> we could we could like we had a an idea for a while not that we were good friends with any of the girls floors and it would be a funny thing but we were like let's in the middle of the night we'll go put a wall up in the center of like one of the girls floors and they'll all be like what the fuck is this uh, that's funny to me Okay, yeah. cool. So you get it. My, uh, yeah, yeah. We were they very, certainly would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, we were very nervous. Push it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would like fall easily, but we were like, what if we like, get, what if everyone gets scared and it's like, this is a hazard? But we were like, uh, we, we saw the potential of these small flat right priority boxes. And so I'd ordered about 2,000 of them. They were everywhere in my room. They were like, there was no, all the like, where your legs go under a desk, small flat rate priority boxes. Uh, everywhere underneath my bunk bed, small flat rate priority boxes. <laughs> Uh, my roommates on uh, from the top of my dresser to the ceiling, small flat rate priority boxes. Like they, and we were like housing all of them in our room. There's like one night on I think it's spring break. I never went home for spring break. I'd like always stay and then go visit people and like have celebrate Easter at different people's houses. Uh, there's definitely like one spring break where I go get a vitamin water. Uh, XXX, pour vodka in it, watch Yu Yu Hakusho, and just uh, fold some priority boxes like all night alone on my dormitory floor with nobody else around. Uh, so like, uh, so this like this is like I mean this is all leading up to something. You and basically had a post office job. You're doing like work that someone. Uh, and I'm also also I'm sealing all of them. So like there's no like I'm like you can't like if we if you were to open it. It would be ruined. So, like, it's sealed. It's just an empty box that will that we're just like this will have some. We'll do something with this someday, and that something turns out to be uh, build a raft. We decide we're going to build a raft. There's a number of reservoirs near oh BC. My. And so we're like, we're going to take these small flat rate priority boxes and build a raft. I love that you say the 
whole name of it. <laughs> Small, flat. Well, I'll tell you because well, it's just like I don't know. That's what it. Yeah. In my head, it's like it's like it's not just a box. It's a small flat rate priority box from the United States Postal Service. And I was like ordering. I was ordering so many of them, and the post office guys would be so confused. They'd be like, "Do you want these?" And I'd be like, "Yes." And he'd be and he'd be like, "Well, like that you got six of them." And I'd like, "I'll take all of those." You could get so much. You all, I also got a roll of uh, USPS uh, stickers. You could get so much stuff from the post office for free in 2010. Uh, and so uh, we decided to build a raft. Um, the exit, uh, you know, there's a lot of engineering that goes into the raft. The idea is going to be that each uh, the the raft will be built in like a bunch of smaller pieces. Each piece will be two small flat rate priority boxes on either side, three flat rates priority uh, priority boxes in between, taped that together. Then you have a unit. All those units will be put together. We'll tape all those units together. Then we'll put a layer of saran wrap around our small, our small, our small flat rate priority boxes, and that'll keep it waterproof. Uh, again, a huge fight. With my roommate Will, the night, but uh, uh, like on the night of the voyage, uh, because like we we get like we so we start building, uh, we start and we but foolishly we start building at like eleven thirty at night, uh, and so like by the time we're close to done, it's like three. I have a final the next morning, and I'm like, and I'm like, Will, we cannot go tonight, and Will's like, fuck you, we have to go tonight, and I was like, and we got a huge fight that ended with me being like, you know what? Fuck you. Fine. Take my boat, my ideas, these boxes I built. I'm going to go lay down because I have to sleep before this final. And when I woke up in the morning, they hadn't sailed it. Will had supposedly thrown a fit like until the last minute being like, we need to sail this when they had finally they dragged it out to the reservoir. We're going to sail it at. Uh, but like the sun was coming up. It was like 5 a.m. So they hid it in the bushes. Uh, <laughs> and, we, and the plan was that that night we would all the voyage would take commence. Uh, and so that that night is actually it's funny. It's Riley Mendinsky's birthday party. Uh, I go there. It's great. A girl that I have a huge like am developing a crush on actually like is coming on to me. Things are going really good. Like I remember we're walking home and just like doing some like like light neck kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I get the text that uh, it's time to set sail. So I literally <laughs> walk her back to her dorm and I'm like, peace. I'll see you later. And then go to the reservoir. Where uh, the entirety of my floor, like literally like 30 dudes, is all like surrounded. Uh, and like there's this very like special moment where they like bring this massive thing out of the woods where they'd hidden it. And it's huge. It's like six feet long. Also, the plan is this raft is going to go out into the reservoir. We're going to put four dudes on it. They're going to smoke weed in the center of the reservoir uh, while floating on this raft. Uh, so they this bring, is incredible. They bring it out of the. They bring it out of the woods. It's like a triumphant moment. Everyone's like clapping and excited. Uh, I was going to pause for a second. I was going to say like, why didn't you invite that girl? And then I realized, nah, don't invite not her. A to chance, this. Not a chance, dude. Not a chance. Uh, we like so we lower we lower the boat into the water. They've on the walkover. They found a drawer from a like a cabinet that someone had left on the side of the road that will be our paddle. Uh, there's a very uh, there's like a crazy moment where we. We don't have a lighter. So John Sullivan, who's an ROTC, sprints the like half mile back to campus and uh, back to campus and then back to the reservoir to get a Zippo lighter. He's applauded as a hero. He gives the lighter to the guys. 
They get in the boat. Uh, they push off. They get out to the center of the reservoir. Everyone's watching and excited. Uh, and then we see like the flick of the lighter, uh, like off in the distance in the center of the reservoir. Uh, like there's like, and then like a release of smoke and everyone claps. Uh, and everyone's like very excited. And, like, they smoke and like it lasts maybe about like five, six minutes. They're like smoking. Uh, out in the center of the, and everyone, all of us just applauding each other on the back and, you know, like we did this. We built a raft, sailed it, and four dudes floated on it and smoked weed on it. But you did all the work. <laughs> I did. The, I was the, uh, the genesis of the idea. But I knew, but I wasn't, I was trying to smoke less weed at the time because earlier in the year I had owed Will a lot of money for weed. Uh, so I was like trying to put, the weed was behind me at that time. Um, and I also, it was agreed that I would sink the boat. Uh, so I was, I was, it was, and, but I was like fine. I was fine to just like be part of this moment. Uh, and so they smoked. It was great. They like, they try and like get the boat out of the, they try and get the boat out. Like they try and paddle back to shore, but the, uh, but the boat is coming apart because the saran wrap, uh, waterproofing is not holding up. And it's, uh, and so it's like splitting down the middle. And like these, like four guys are like, what do we do? Cause you can tell that like, there's one drawer. Well, exactly. There's one drawer they're paddling. You can tell that like two of them are like, we need to get, let's hop out and just swim for shore. And the other two are like, no, we can make it just stay on the boat. Eventually it's because it's very clear that they're going to need to swim. They get out. They swim to shore. We're there to meet them with blankets. We applaud them as heroes. Um, and then everyone's kind of basking in the glory of it. We send one team over to the far side to recover the boat and take it out of the water. Uh, me and my friend, like, uh, I'm standing with my friends, uh, Brian, Evan, Osman, and Ricardo on like the on the lip of the reservoir on the far side far side from the reservoir and far side from where the guys got out like just kind of talking and then uh, <laughs> uh, we hear whoop whoop red lights blue lights uh, coming up the way two cop cars like like screech, come to a screeching halt at the top are like are all like on their way somebody screams uh somebody screams 50 it was very like oh shit is this the wire uh so somebody screams 50 everyone like starts running uh i'm a big big dude i can't run very fast um so i like so like people immediately who are are running and they're running way faster than me. And I like can see the cops and I'm like, I can't like, if I keep running, they're going to catch me running, which I like, I can't talk my way out of. I can maybe get out of something else. So I immediately, I like the reservoir is kind of like, uh, it kind of like dips down and like, there's a, there's the top where we're all hanging out and then it's a, like a gradual kind of steep drop. And then the water. So I, Immediately uh, uh, slip down in the area like between the between like at the beginning of where the top is and the in the ramp down to the water. And so I lay down there and then my friend Ricardo, who's so high at the time, uh, also gives up and run on running and like gets us like uh, lays down next to me. And like we lose track of like the other 28 people like I no idea where they go. Like everyone's in different places when they show up. Uh, And so uh, we're laying there hoping the cops don't see us. Then, like, they shine a light, and I can, like, feel it kind of, like, over our heads. And they're like, we know you're there. Please come out. Um, And so we get up. We walk over. And uh, they're like, hey, what are you guys doing? And I remember that I go, stargazing. Uh, (laughs) 
and they're like, "What a bad life!" I mean, I went for it, dude. And, he was, and they were like, "Oh, you're stargazing?" And we were, I was like, "Yeah." And then they shine the light on the boat on the far side, which was like half pulled up out of the water. Uh, and they're like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "I don't know." It's like and they were like, "Is that yours?" And they're like, "I was like, no." And they were like, "Okay, well, we know that there were other people here." Uh, we know that you, uh, somebody called, because somebody, uh, supposedly people were swimming in the reservoir. Uh, we know that your friends were here, and uh, you need to get your friends back here right now, or we're uh, we're taking you guys in. Uh, and I remember, I remember, like, my heart's racing. It's just me and Ricardo. Ricardo's high as shit and can't talk. It's just me. I, like, I pull out my Blackberry, uh, and I call, I call Andres from Macho, or not Ramacho, that's somebody from high school. I call Andres. And I say, what's up, man? Uh, he doesn't pick up. Go straight to voicemail. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, me and Ricardo got caught by the cops. Uh, they said, if you guys don't come back, they're taking us downtown. Um, uh, do whatever, uh, but do whatever you want or something like that. Um, and then we're standing there for like five minutes, tense. Uh, and then I get a call back from uh, Andres pick up. He's like, all right, we're coming back. Uh, and then a very like triumphant, like, powerful moment of the friendship that is one year of college as like 10 dudes like round the corner like coming back from campus like walking up the hill to throw themselves at the mercy of these cops for their two friends who got caught uh and then uh one of us is clearly like very wet and wearing a towel uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh yeah there was like a whole they like the cops were like okay so were you guys swimming and we're like no and they're like whatever uh, you know, you guys, you guys, give me your IDs. They look at all our IDs, like, uh, and then they're just like, "Hey, so uh, you think the dean of Boston College would be happy if I told him you guys were swimming in the reservoir?" And we were like, "No," and they were like, "All right, well, get out of here." Uh, and so uh, we left, walked back to campus. Uh, uh friendships reaffirmed. Uh, and then the the only the only friendships not reaffirmed were that uh will will who was my roommate slash drug dealer uh he uh the line that forever rings in our heads as like as the definition of him in that moment was uh supposedly when like andres was like they hey we gotta go back he was like no man this is an every man for himself situation We uh, cut to the post office. Um, Andrew, can you step into my office for a second? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Jake. This is incredibly difficult. I had to make a tough decision today. Either I lay off 15 of my employees or I stop sending free flat rate (laughs) small priority boxes to Lou Wilson. Yeah, that's, that's tough. And as the Postmaster General, I swore an oath that if I made a promise to the American public that they could get as many free, small, flat rate priority boxes as they wanted, I can't go back on that oath. So after 20 years of service, I'm going to have to let you go. Postmaster General, Jake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if... That were any other reason, 
I would be so angry right now. <laughs> but you made a promise. Mm-hmm. You're a person of integrity. We're all people of integrity at the post office. And I would be embarrassed if we had to go back on our word and stop sending Lou Wilson small <laughs> flat rate boxes. Priority. Oh, God, he needs them. He needs them now. I keep wondering what he needs the boxes for. And then I have to stop myself and be like, that's none of your business. It's none of our business. It's not for us to say. We have not made a profit in all of 2010. Normally we break even. (laughs) Right. We've never made a profit, but (laughs) we did break even. We were on a a streak 12 years in a row. We broke even. Neither red nor black, right? Right. But we're firmly in the red now. And... It's no one's fault. No one's fault. I'm not blaming Lou Wilson. Oh, by the way, he called again. He needs more of those stickers. <laughs> Hold on. You better get that, Postmaster. Postmaster General Jake Jabor. Hey, it's Lou Wilson. <laughs> hey, Lou. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for putting in this dedicated line so that I could call directly to the Postmaster General when I needed stuff. Hey, you are a citizen who is taking advantage of the Postal Service. Anything we can do no cost too great. I, I mean, it's just been so great, like that I get to like. I mean, that you guys are like making this stuff, because uh, like I'm like. Um, uh, anyway, uh, can I get a? I need um, you know those hats you guys wear? Yes. Yeah, let me get some of those. Hey, Lou, 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 Lou. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're out of groceries. Can oh. you can you ask the postmaster if? Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, hey, and uh, yes. Can you also send some? Macaroni and cheese with that? Uh, how much macaroni and cheese? How much macaroni and cheese? Oh, I mean, like, I could have at least two boxes. <laughs> uh, can I get 24 boxes of macaroni and cheese? <sighs> let me do some numbers on my calculator. Click, 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 click. If I let Cheryl and accounting go, I can do that for you. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, uh, I'll be waiting. Okay. Thank you, Lou, for... Uh, trusting the post office with your needs. Peace out. <laughs> Postmaster, I, yeah. just from my end of the conversation in the office, yeah. I think I know what's going on here. You do? Did Lou Wilson just ask you to buy him <laughs> macaroni and cheese? Yes, a case of it. Or two cases. I don't know how many in How far does this go, sir? I mean, like, I was all for it when it was boxes and stickers. Even the hats. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, we're all wearing generic brand Hanes t-shirts that we bought ourselves because Lou Wilson has all our uniforms. <laughs> and I was okay with that. Okay. But when he asked for macaroni and cheese and I'm eating stale bread, un- stale undressed bread because Lou Wilson asked for my lunch every day and now he's rubbing salt in the wound by calling for delivery mac and cheese. I, how far does this go, sir? How far? I am not prepared to answer that question. If I cut him off now, then it's all been for what? All those boxes, 2,743 boxes. Hey, I'm I'm sorry. uh, This is, uh, hi, Cheryl from accounting. Hi, Cheryl. Yeah, I just, uh, sorry, my newborn baby's just kind of, there's a lot of yelling coming from this room. So it's Uh, the very, it's like a little loud. So could you guys keep it down? Cheryl. Yeah? (laughs) I... Oh my god, I have to let you go. What? 
for my baby. I this breaks my heart. Why? A baby that can't be at daycare because Lou Wilson wanted to go to daycare as a college student. Yeah, we sent all of the post office service uh, professional daycare staff to BC to be with Lou Wilson. Well, he now needs macaroni and cheese and lots of it and hats. And I can't stop now. I'm too invested in the Lou Wilson project. We are the post office and I am the postmaster general. Cheryl, pack up your stuff or be removed. <laughs> you would remove me. You would remove Cheryl. I would physically <laughs> remove me. Normally I would have security do it, but they're helping Lou with something. So I will physically remove you, Cheryl, if I have to. Please don't make me do it. Please don't make me do it. Cheryl. Yes, Andrew. I'm I'm starting a sit-in <laughs> in the postmaster's office. Don't do this. <laughs> I am sitting cross-legged Don't on your tile floor and I will not move until Cheryl's job is secure. Don't put and me until, in this position. If you're going to buy Lou Wilson mac and cheese, we want mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, we want mac and cheese. <laughs> what have you ever done with a bunch of small flat rate priority boxes, huh? He could be onto something. We don't know. <laughs> don't do this. Don't pull some hippie socialist bullshit in the United States Post Office. Hey, you know what? I've been acting clean cut for too long. <laughs> I went to Berkeley. <laughs> what? Did somebody throw up? Yes, I am. That makes me sick. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you know what makes me sick? You kowtowing to some wunderkind who you think is going to revolutionize your business. All right? You know what? He's not doing anything with those small flat rate boxes that we couldn't do. Cheryl, what would you do with a small flat rate box? Uh, I'd give my baby a bath. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Yeah? I'd wear them as shoes. And I'd bring them to my commune where I live. That's right. Uh, I live in a commune, yeah. Postmaster. Shoes, baby bed, duh, duh. But what would <laughs> you do with 2,000 boxes, a daycare center, your lunches, hats, uniforms? Uh, security. hi, I'm just trying to mail my tax forms. <laughs> we'll be with you when we'll God be with you. Well, we cut to Boston College uh, and Lou Wilson. Uh, okay, what's up, post office staff? Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I just I want to say that we've been working really hard, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm really thankful to all of you for your time and vested interest in your project. I know a lot of you have had to travel mm-hmm. uh, from your homes elsewhere. I appreciate you giving me time off yeah, <laughs> over the holidays. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, And I appreciate you guys coming down here to my dorm room every day to put in work, uh, and I'm excited to show you guys what I've been working on. Oh. Um, very cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's a small flat rate priority box. I'm okay. holding it. You know, uh-huh. and it just it looks just like a box, right? About yeah. the size of two water bottles. About the two sizes. Two. Hey, how many water bottles? Two. Well, yeah. what happens when I take this Brita filter and I jam a hole right here in the top and I fill okay. it with water? Okay. It's like a box of water. It's like. A small flat rate priority box of water. Hey, uh, Detective McCluskey, I need to talk to you over here for a second. Yeah, of course. 
I got this perp mm. over here. He matches the description. Mm-hmm. I know he did it, mm-hmm. but his alibi is uh, ironclad. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? He was stargazing. <laughs> Let him go. What are we supposed to do? I know. I, well, normally I would. But the thing is, he's got the murder weapon. Okay. He's got blood on his hands. Okay. And uh, again, his description matches that of what the witness saw. I mm-hmm. mean, literally, he 100% murdered the guy. 100%. I mean, like 100%. Yeah. But, but he I was mean, stargazing. He was stargazing. I mean, it's an ironclad defense. Yeah. Do you, where's he, where was he stargazing? Oh, that's it, McCluskey. That's why I came there here. <laughs> All right, shit bird. I've got a question for you. Is it about Orion's belt? Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> Detective I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I, I wasn't ready. I get the question out. No. I didn't even get to ask him where he was stargazing, <laughs> no. but he said a constellation. He said a constellation. So he was going to be stargazing. my follow-up. After he didn't know where he was, I yeah. was going to say, tell me what constellation you were looking at. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Let's just... Let's I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him, and maybe that'll jog his memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah. Hey, shit bird. Oh, God. That, I bet what you're did you seeing hit me? stars what? now. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> what, what, did you, what, what did you hit me with? What would that look like some kind of big dipper? Some big I mean, yeah, I hit you with my patented ladle. Fuck, okay. <laughs> God, fuck inside. Oh, fuck, fuck. All right, hold on. We'll be right back. God damn it. He, know, he was clearly fucking stargazing. He's pl- yes, 100%. Now we hit him. We hit him with your with your ladle. With my patented ladle. Oh my god, that's good. Internal Affairs is going to know that was us. Yeah, Come on, nobody else. We got to break this guy. This is, all, this is our badge now. <laughs> god damn it, we got to break this case. All right, otherwise we're done. Hold on, I got this, McCloskey. Yeah, got this. All right. Hey, are your feathers poopy? You shit birds. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, if you were stargazing. What kind of telescope did you use, huh, shitbird? <laughs> Good one. Yeah, that was great. What God's of- telescope. My eyes. <laughs> God fuck. fucking damn it. <laughs> fuck. All right, don't go anywhere. You can 100% see the stars without a telescope. <laughs> you can. You can. So he could have, yeah. which means he didn't have to murder the person. I mean, there's a lot of light pollution in this city, and yeah. even so, you can still see at least Orion's belt and the yeah. Big Dipper. 100%. Yeah. Which is the two he named. Yeah. Hold on. I got an idea. Okay. Greg McCloskey. So, what's up, you turkey dipped in feces shitbird? Got it. Uh, now... We know that you knew the victim, mm-hmm. Sarah Moss. We know that you were mad at her after she'd taken your promotion away from you at work. Sure, what of it? Well, we also know that she was a cancer, and you're a goddamn Aries. Go on. <laughs> we know that those two signs clash, I think. Yeah. 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 Astrologically, they are like water and oil. Okay. All right. They don't mix. They don't mix. Hey, uh, you guys going to let me go home (laughs) or I can find my own way. Did you know that the end of the Big Dipper points to the North Star, which is actually part of the Little Dipper? Um, So 
I'll never be lost. All right, eat your M&M's. We'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to lie. I got in there, started talking immediately. was like, I'm not sure. Uh, This man knows more about the stars than I ever could. You know, we're playing right into his hands, though. We're playing into stars. McCluskey, Hanson, get into my office. Is it true you got him in there and he said he was stargazing? Yeah. Yeah. Then let him the fuck go. What is this bullshit? He's got an alibi. He didn't do it. Chief Jake, will you please just hear us out? Yeah. All right. He matches the description of the perp. He has the witness's blood on his hands. Well, he has blood on his hands. And I'm sure when the crime scene investigators get back to us, it'll match the victims. He had the knife. He had the murder weapon. All right. Now, look, just give us just give us two more minutes with this guy. We can break him, Chief. This I got to answer to the mayor for this. I don't need the two of you fucking this up. If he said he was stargazing, he was stargazing. Now get out of my office. I got a telescope to look through. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll get out of your office. McCloskey. Yeah. We're, come on, follow me back to interrogation. Yeah. I don't care what the chief says. I don't care if he eats my badge for breakfast. I'm going to break this stargazer Hell yeah. like, a, like a piece of balsa wood. Fuck yeah. Let me grab my ladle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey guys uh, what's going on oh nothing much I, what's this all about anyways I told you I was stargazing and you've accused me of murder uh, yeah uh, I told you, you to- say that <laughs> ah! that's right yeah ah! oh uh. a big dipper yeah well look we could talk about stars all night why don't we talk about that blood on your hands huh oh yeah that's right uh oh did someone sit on a duck you shit bird <laughs> ah! Uh, Whose blood is on your hands? God damn it. Whose blood is on your hands? Who's asking? Off Detective Hanson and Detective McCloskey. Listen, I already told you. I don't know what you're after me about. I was stargazing. I will admit, I did. I left something out of of my uh, confession. Which wasn't a confession, it was an alibi. It was an excuse. I did dawdle a little bit before I was stargazing. So I was dawdling. What were you doing while you were dawdling? Uh, Just playing with my keys. (laughs) Were you playing with that Bowie knife? Yeah, that's right. I cut my hand up a little bit. Oh, shit. I didn't see your hand was cut. Uh... Give us a second here. All right, we got to kill this guy. We have to. We're Detectives. Oh, Into my office. Jeez, uh, Did you just go in there and physically assault the suspect after I said to let him go? Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I ladled him. I hit him with my belt, which I call Orion. <laughs> God damn it. Put your badges in this bowl. Oh, man. I don't suppose this is going to be one of those fun badge parties I've heard so much about. <laughs> you wish. Takes out some milk. <laughs> Spoon. <laughs> I didn't want to do this, but you forced my hand. So eating our badges for breakfast. <laughs> I don't want to see the two of you for two weeks. No pay. Cut to the doctor's office. What did you do? What is this? Stop it. What? It's a figure of speech. 
to eat a badge for breakfast. You're in here every other week when you're tearing your intestines to shreds. <laughs> they won't take me seriously. <laughs> well, you're just as your doctor. No more eating badges for breakfast. No more sticking your gun where the sun don't shine. Quick, into this doctor's office where we can talk privately. What's up? Even though we're not on the force, I found these other badges. I figure we can still enforce the law while we're on suspension. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Chief. You sons of bitches. All right, put those badges in this toaster. Guess what I guess what I found? What? What'd you find? Uh, you know that tar- this target right here? Uh-huh. Uh huh. They have a whole uh, back area where they put like uh, their extra like uh, toilet paper rolls. Okay. Uh, like from the, you know, from like their to- their toilets and stuff. Uh huh. That could be something. Okay. Oh, dude. First semester of college, dude. This is where we make our name. Right? We could be the toilet paper dude. We could be the toilet paper dude. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. I've told you multiple Guys. times. Change your name to Tommy. We could be the toilet paper Tommies. And I would, but it's just I'm a legacy. I'm the I'm the I'm the thirteenth Matthew Benzinger. Can't right. change it. Hey. What are you two college boys doing at the back of this Target where we keep the extra toilet paper? Uh, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Smoking cigarettes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, don't let me catch you doing nothing funny. That was a close one. That was. How are we going to get all this toilet paper back to our dorm room, Tommy? Bring, bring. Mm, one second. Hello. Tommy, where are you? We've got the MIT Cancer Research Project due tomorrow. Would you back up? Back off, Vince. We could be changing the future. You better be doing something super important or get your butt back here. I found where Target puts their extra toilet paper rolls. The kind that they don't even sell on the shelves. The real big kind that they put in like the industrial-sized bathrooms. One ply, baby. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the possibilities are endless. No, here. they're not. <laughs> oh, my God, Tommy. Is that your lame-ass roommate, Vince? Yes, it is. Who are you hanging out lab with? partner. You gotta, you gotta let him know what it is, dude. Draw a line in the sand and tell him what's what, man. This is college. This is important. Hey. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> Don't. I know some people like to study in college and spend time in the lab. Lab. What if, just imagine a world where I unravel all these toilet papers. <laughs> are you kidding me? We're this close to curing cancer. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, I gotta go, all right? Uh, Do next not time, hang up on next me. Next time you make a phone call, <laughs> I would suggest it's to Domino's. <laughs> Don't. Or- <laughs> uh, Vince, uh, you can close the door for my office hours. Uh, Look, I wanted to uh, let you know you uh, came close when the assignment was to cure cancer uh, for lab. Uh, You came close, but uh, you didn't. So, uh, and since you didn't take the class pass fail, I'm going to have to give you. uh, Are you kidding me? You're getting a D. You, I came so close. I got stuck with Tommy. You got, give me another partner. Give me another chance. Don't, 
Please don't give me a D on this. I was this close. Look, you're making excuses, okay? I'm not. I got stuck with Tommy, and he found a bunch of toilet paper out behind a target. (laughs) Eight different lab groups. Seven groups solved cancer. Seven groups cured cancer. That's (laughs) incredible. That's amazing. What? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it would have been if I'd gotten all eight, you know? (laughs) But, uh... We cured cancer. Don't give me a D. Are you kidding me? This isn't my fault. It's Tommy's fault. They're unrolling toilet paper tubes. <laughs> Clearly, you can see how absurd that is. It would be absurd if they weren't in college. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please, come on. Give me... I'll, I'll... What can I do? Give me another assignment. Give me another chance. Okay, fine. For extra credit, <laughs> uh, if, you can, uh, if you can cure uh, Lou Gehrig's disease... <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, then I can give you, I can give you an A. <sighs> okay, okay, just me. I do it on my own. Well, I got to partner you up with. No, Tommy. don't. Because <laughs> it's only Cut fair. To their first meeting. Lou uh, Gehrig's disease, huh? Yeah. Yeesh. I, come on. <laughs> with this busy work. Take, it's not busy work. Take this seriously. I'm literally 90% of the way there. I just need a little help. Yellow. Yo, Tommy. Yep. I just found where the cafeteria keeps those big, big <coughs> gallon jars of mustard. You're shitting me. I found them. You and, found the mustard? And there's a security guard who I just asked if I could have one, and he said he doesn't care. So I, Oh, my God. I'm about to have multiple gallons of mustard. Okay. 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 Well... I mean, it hasn't crystallized in my brain yet. It hasn't come together. But we have a lot of toilet paper, and we've got some mustard. Hey, we got to uh, act fast, man. I need you down here now. Yeah, I'll I, be there. Yeah, you better hurry. I'm starting to care. <laughs> please don't. The longer it takes, the more I care. Uh, please don't care. It's just mustard, right? Yeah, you caught the mustard at the beginning of my smoke break when I care the least. Uh, how much time do I got? You got about 12 minutes. I smoke slow. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, okay, um... Tommy! I had to knock out my lab partner. He was trying to, he was trying to barricade the door. All right, thank God. Uh, oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, mustard? Ketchup? Mayonnaise? Yeah. This uh, is a treasure trove. I should probably do something about this. Oh, no. Roll. Roll it like a... And we'll run on it like logs. <laughs> Perfect. Roll. Okay. They run into the top of the door jam and the jar just rolls out. <laughs> Damn it. Um, the mustard jar just starts rolling down the street. Okay, uh, we gotta... Uh, uh, do we go get that one or we just rely on the ones we already have? <sighs> Tommy, you need to make the call. We need to get two more of the gallons. We'll get two more of the gallons from the fridge. Okay. <sighs> I don't want to leave a paper trail of what we're up to yeah, here. <laughs> one second. Uh, hello. Hi. Uh, is this Tommy Davidson? <laughs> Who's asking? Uh, this is uh, an EMT. <laughs> uh, you are listed as um, emergency contact uh, for uh, appears to be your lab partner, Ray Sampson. He, he was brutally assaulted and is in a coma. He's in a coma? Yeah, he's in a coma. Ooh, uh, we need you to come down to the hospital. I'm kind of on something right now. <laughs> uh, I've got about a pretty big assignment. All right, uh, is that a no? You're saying you're not coming down to the... You want me to come down to the hospital? Yeah, we need to fill somebody in, and you're the emergency contact. Apparently, he's an orphan. Uh, I so should he's really an bust these kids. <laughs> Please don't care. Please, just a couple more minutes. He was an orphan? Yeah. Ooh, that's sad. Not much I, I can do about that, though. Well, 
he's in critical condition. You may need to make a decision about it. Uh, DNR. He did not sign a do not resuscitate. Uh, uh, don't do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> if it's up to me, I say let him go. <laughs> okay. Hey, by the way. They got uh, latex gloves at that hospital? What? I am sure they've got boxes. Are they free? I don't know. I'm I'll see you in a second. Cold? What? <laughs> All right. I got the mustard. <laughs> you got the mustard? Uh, I just got a big scoop uh, down at the hospital. I mean, they might have these in the lab, actually. Uh, <laughs> they got latex gloves. We got to the back On of the <laughs> Got to the back of the hospital where they have the industrial-sized boxes of latex gloves. Oh, baby. This is nice. Mustard. Gloves. <laughs> Toilet? Toilet paper. My brain is just flying, soaring with possibilities. <sighs> okay, we'll get the gloves. So you keep rolling on those okay. mustard. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. We can accumulate as much as we can. We're going to do something with this. <laughs> All right, Vince Ray Sampson, uh, it's me again, your professor. Uh, don't give me the excuse that you were in a coma. I gave you a chance for extra credit. You didn't solve Lou Gehrig's disease. I came very close to solving it. <laughs> Look, I really, you know, I know. I also almost completely recovered from the coma. I know, and we were all, uh, we were, we're all so happy, you know. I mean, I hope you got... Uh, the card we all sent you. Um, I did. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. That being said, uh, I cannot in good conscience give you a grade above a D uh, because you did not cure cancer or Lou Gehrig's disease. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I think I've gone above and beyond the call of duty, but since I'm a nice guy and since you... I guess have had a tough semester. <laughs> I'll give you one more shot. If you can, uh, if you can cure, uh, if you can cure herpes, <laughs> then, uh, then I'll give you an A. You, I have to cure her herpes. You have to cure herpes, <laughs> not treat it. You have to cure it. It seems like a downgrade from Luke Eric's disease. Well, I'm just going down the list of stuff that needs curing. <laughs> so, what do you? What, what? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry, Vince. What would you I'll like do, to cure? No, I will. What do would it. you no, like to cure? Actually, what would be a step up? That actually. No, 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 no. no. Been, you know, what? I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have micromanaged it. You know <laughs> no. what? This is more of an independent assignment. What? What? Uncurable? I'll take herpes. You, I will. You'll take, take herpes. <laughs> oh, now you want herpes? Okay. Uh, what? Are you sure? Yes, you sure you I'll don't do want it alone, solo. Please do not, Professor. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. You, I cured my herpes just by putting a glove full of mustard on my dick and then wiping it off with toilet paper. <laughs> oh, my God. Tommy. He's my partner. He is my partner. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, it worked like a charm. You could do five dicks at once, too. Oh, yeah. my God. And I'm his partner. Oh, my God. <laughs> the security guard from the Target. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that, Lou. That was a very unique and specific story. Hey, guys. I, that, got, a, I got a couple of them. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, uh, Andrew. Yeah. Up. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that uh, I was, you know, 
nothing I tell will, I'm not even going to try to top that, <laughs> uh, not, never competing, you know, just, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll just tell the story of me filing my taxes, which is a cautionary tale and also a way for me to get out the word that uh, you don't want to go to H&R Block, guys. Oh. Uh, uh, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I go to uh, H&R Block, so this oh, is interesting. Oh, got it. Uh, well, you know, I've gone there the past. This is my third year going, and I hadn't gotten burned before, but this year I got I got burned. So uh, I went So I went in, and I'd been hearing from everybody that, like, who had already filed their taxes that they're like, uh, they're like, well, the one, the one upshot of Trump being president is like, I'm getting a bunch of money back on my tax return. Yeah, Who are year. these people? Yeah. <laughs> these are like the 1% improvisers. Right. I guess so. <laughs> I'm getting no money back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I was, I went in, you know, I've my whole understanding of the, you know, of the, this new tax plan or whatever is it's like two years of money back and then we're all going to get screwed or whatever so i was like all right i'm gonna, so i went in i like show up to get my taxes and i get all my documents together and i was so like i was just like i was like kind of like i wonder how much i'm gonna get you know i was like mm-hmm. kind of like i want i'll probably get like i was like kind of thinking i was like maybe i'll buy like i was try, kind of thinking like oh maybe i'll like take a day trip or like oh maybe i'll get some new clothes or like oh maybe i'll like fix the air conditioning in my car or like all this. I was like, you know, just see how much I get back, you know, mm-hmm. when so improvisers dreams, Ooh, <laughs> clothes, a, a one day trip, a day, a day trip, a trip that didn't even last an entire day, like 12 hours of a day, a place I can drive. Oh, I can fix the AC in my car. And Highfalutin uh, dreams, you know, uh, you know, dream big, dream big. <laughs> uh, so, but I was so confident, like I brought a book with me, like and like just like gave them my documents and was just sitting, just like reading. And every once in a while, they'd ask me, so I'd be like, sure, sure, you know. So then, anyway, towards the end of it, like uh, the person, the person preparing my taxes is like, oh, are you an actor? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, okay, well, let's file your deductions because right now uh, you owe $1,800. And I was just like, I was just like, that can't, there's no way. Like I've never, I think like I've only pay owed money on taxes like one other time. And it was like a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, $1,800. I was like, I was like, what? I was like, that can't. So then I'm like, and it's a crazy thing of like, I was like, it's a weird thing of like to then try to like on the fly, like go back through like your year of like, it was funny of like, I didn't even bring like receipts or anything like, so then I'm like going through all my phone, like trying to figure out my deductions and everything. So I do my deductions. It comes down a little bit, but I still owed like over a thousand dollars. And I was just like, I was kind of just like, just like totally just like speechless kind of. Like. Yeah. And it was like, this- not including their fee. Right. Well, that's the, oh yeah. Oh, we'll get to their fee. Oh, we'll get to their fee. Yeah. So like, uh, so anyway, like I, uh, I'm like, and I'm like kind of just like sitting there and they keep being like, well, we'll give you a minute. We'll give you a minute. You know? <laughs> and like, I'm just like sitting there like, but it's like, I'm not really, I'm just like, what am I gonna, you know, it's like, it's like, this is, yeah. I was like, this is crazy, you know? And they're like showing me, they're like, well, this is how much you made this year. And this is how much you paid in taxes. And it's like, you made less money last year and you paid more in taxes. So it's like, it's like it made, they showed me this side by side thing where it's like, you didn't pay enough in tax. But I'm like, how? Like, I was like, I was thinking all my W2s. I'm like, oh, he's fine. Like the, you know, no dependents, like all this, you know? Yeah. 
So I was like, this is bananas. So like, but anyway, I've been there for so long that then I'm like, I, you know, I'm just like, I guess I'm just, there's nothing to really be done about it. And I'm not going to, I don't understand it well enough, you know? So I'm just like, okay. So I go and then like, I pay them. And it was like, it was, uh, they like gave me even a coupon or something for 50, but it was like $350 to file my taxes with them, which is like, I think the first year I did, it was like 250. And then like the next year it was like 300. And then it keeps like going up a little bet each year. It was like 350, which I was like, Jesus Louise, you know, it was just like, I was like, okay, that's fucking whatever. Coachella. <laughs> yeah, right? You could have gone to fucking Coachella, you know, <laughs> not paid the government anything. <laughs> so I like, I like go home and I'm like, I like, they gave me the thing of like, they gave me like the envelopes and like the vouchers and stuff. And they're like, you know, you don't have to pay it all at once, but you'll have to pay interest or whatever. So send what you can, but send it today and all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, get my checkbook out. And I'm like, you know, one more time. I'm just going to go through it and I like add I go through all my pay stubs and I add them all up and it doesn't add up to the amount that's on like my total income and I like do it a couple times I'm like this isn't right so I call them and I'm like hey you know I'm not getting the right dollar value for like my annual income like I think that like I'm getting a number that's less and at this point I can tell the the person preparing my taxes like kind of frustrated they're like this idiot this like this person this, uh, uh, you know like doesn't get it you know oh uh, and they had, oh that was the other thing when i was leaving they had like tried to give me like a pep t- it was funny because like i was like stunned but then like i had been like well you know what it's just money i'm healthy you know i said that and then they're like then they like tried to steal my own pep talk from they're like they're like well yeah you know you're healthy you know, money is money doesn't matter. And I was like, I know that's what I said. And they're like, I've done taxes for people younger than you. And then like, I find out they died and it's really sad. And like, you have your health. So like, and I was like, that's, you're like saying what I said to myself. Uh, like I was talking to myself. So anyway, but anyway, so I call this person up and they're like, I can tell they're frustrated. They're like, kind of like, no, this is, they're like, kind of like getting like very kind of like curt with me and stuff. And like, I'm, being very calm or whatever, you know, like I'm kind of like, you know, kill them with kindness, you know, kind of like, just like, I was like, okay, well, you know, it's just not adding up. You know what I mean? And they're like, fine, let's go through the W2s. So I would, they have like copies of my W2s. You're doing this like, on the phone. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I have one W2 for blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, I have that. Like I have one W2 for that. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I have a W2 for this. And I'm like, I don't have that one. And they're like, well, it's in the system. And then they're like, I'm going to count the W-2s. I'm counting six W-2s. How many do you have? And I'm like, I have six. And they're like, oh, there's seven uh, in the computer. So they double counted one of my W-2s that was like for uh, like $2,500. So my reported income, they had filed it as like $2,500 like higher than it was supposed to be, which then like has this like, yeah. So anyway, they're like, we have to file a tax amendment. It'll be ready in 48 hours. I'm like, okay. So they're like, we'll, they're like, it might be ready sooner, but they're like, if you don't hear from us, it'll be ready by Wednesday night. So I wait, I don't hear anything Wednesday night. I call them on Thursday and they're like, I'm so sorry. We've been busy. Uh, come by uh, tomorrow to be ready by five. 
So this is like, I went in on Monday afternoon thinking I was going to come out of there with a check to fix my AC in my car. It ends up being like, I'm walking up there on Friday afternoon to find out how much I have to pay the government or whatever. <laughs> so like I go up there on Friday and I get there and the, the person who prepared my text sees me and they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I've just been swamped. It'll be ready tomorrow. <laughs> so then like, they're like, but it's going to be for less. So Saturday I get a call from them and they're like, we're done. It's ready. It's all printed out. It's here for you. You just got to come by and pick it up and you owe less money. I was like, great. They're like, you owe $300 instead of a thousand. I was like, okay, that's, I, that's, uh, way that, better. Way, that's a way better. Crazy different. Like in my head, that's crazy. That you caught. Yeah. That I, so that's the thing. So then I'm like, okay, well, I was like, I wanted to find out if I could get some of my money back. I was like, I kind of want my money back from you guys. Uh, and I was like, at least part of it. And they're like, we have to call our manager. So then they call me back and they're like, yeah, we can't give you any money back because they're like, because you never actually paid any penalties. So it's like, you know, and I was like, yeah, but I caught the mistake. And they're like, yeah, I know. And I told my manager that that you were the one who caught it. But they were saying like someone would have eventually caught it and you would have gotten your money back. And I was like, I don't think that's how the IRS works. Like, yeah. I don't think the IRS would ever like reverse audit you. Yeah, we <laughs> did it. We got too much money. <laughs> we think we made a mistake and want to give you some money. I was like, I don't think that. And I was like, and I just, you know, like I was like, I was like, well, I mean, like I was like, and the other thing was like, I was like, not going to get angry at the person who prepared it because I was like, in my, the, like, in my mind, it's like H&R Block is this evil corporation. And from going in there, by the way, H&R Block's open like 12 hours a day, seven days a week right now. And every time I've gone in, the person who prepared my taxes has been in there and looked tired and harried. And I think it's like working like 12 hours, you know, and it's just like you can make an appointment or just walk in. So like it's just like insane. And I think they're just working these accountants to the bone. So I'm like, it's your manager who's the problem. You know, in yeah. my mind, I'm just like there's this evil corporate hierarchy and i'm like i'm not gonna take it out on this the messenger the person on the front line it's like this human being who right. albeit did make a mistake or whatever but i'm like you know it's kind of like it's not gonna do me any good to like yell at this person but i just kept being like i was like but i mean like if i went to a restaurant and they screwed up my order like they'd probably count my meal or like give me a free dessert or something and they're like yeah and i was like i was like what about those coupons like you pulled a coupon out of your desk drawer the other day and took 50 knocked 50 dollars out could you you got any more coupons you could give me and she was like yes i was like great and she was like for next year she's like you come back next year i'll give you a coupon I was like, and in my mind i was like i was like all right i was like there's no way i'm coming back next year All right, we're here with Super Lotto Plus winner Andrew Hansen. Uh, Andrew, you say you're a comic improv improver? Is that uh, what you do? Those, yeah, I, I said I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a comedian and an improviser. Oh, oh very an cool. Actor, actor uh, well, yeah. Andrew, here at KTLA 5, we are so excited uh, that you won the Super Lotto Plus. And we want to ask you the big question, what are you going to spend it on? <laughs> oh, oh, what am I going to spend it on? Well, I think the first thing I'm going to do is... Uh, I'm going to take a day to drive to Pasadena. <laughs> and then when I'm in Pasadena and I get home, I'm going to make an appointment to go see my mechanic to get an appraisal on how much it would cost to get my AC fixed. Um, okay. Uh, that's fun. And then when I'm done with that, I think I'm going to go get some new clothes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, like at a Target, baby. Okay. Uh, Marona, solid colors all the way. <laughs> solid tees. Um, oh, we wait. Cut, I'm we not cut done. to improv practice. Whoa, geez, Andrew. What happened to you, man? You're oh, not sweaty? Is that God, a new maroon dude. shirt? <laughs> uh, it is, guys. I won the KTLA Super Lotto. Oh, baby. Yeah. If I did that, I'd get myself a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you won $83 million. Yeah. Holy smokes. Why do you think I'm at this practice group? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Dude. That's amazing, oh, dude. Right. Yeah, dude. I'm, uh, I'm I'm peppering in a few extra practices this week. Uh, <laughs> and then also, I think I'm going to roll by. Uh, I think I'm going to go get lunch at a restaurant. What? Yeah. Hamana, <laughs> hamana. Oh, dude. The things I would give to eat lunch at a restaurant. <laughs> Oh, God. It's crazy, uh, dude. It's crazy. But, I mean, it's just proof. Like, you dream, you know, just, you know, dreams do come true, you know? Wow. Oh, wow. my God. Hey, I don't mean to listen. This is, uh, I don't want to be this guy. Uh, um, uh, but do you think now that you kind of, like, fell into riches or whatever, do you think I could get a ride home? <laughs> oh, man, dude. Wish I could, but uh, I'm yeah. still uh, working for Lyft and Uber. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I get. I'll walk. Look, but uh, it's since just I won the, the 83 million, I'm not doing Postmates anymore. Woo! What were you going to say, Jabor? Uh, look, you're probably looking for a way to invest a little bit of that money. Um, and uh, like, I got a lead on some string cheese at Trader Joe's <laughs> <laughs> that's on sale. Yeah. I'm listening. Just a great deal. Uh, that's <laughs> normally four ninety nine for like a pack of twelve, and they're yeah, yeah. like two ninety nine right Holy now. Holy shit! Do you think the string cheese or the baby bells? <laughs> uh, string cheese, baby bells are uh, yeah. Okay, th- those are never coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won eighty three million, not one hundred and sixty six. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> One time I was I did an improv practice at someone that had a rich wife, and they had baby bells in their fridge. That's amazing. I smelled them for like ten minutes after I left. I just put my face in the drawer. Whoa, that sounds so amazing! Yeah, it was incredible. Right up there with winning the lotto. Hey, uh, Andrew, yeah. I was yeah. gonna ask. Like uh, now that you're, you know, like a, a millionaire, uh, you are you gonna keep are you gonna keep doing your internship? Because I would I like when if you could like recommend me, I've been trying to get an internship there. It's called work study. It's a work study. I'm trying to be a work study student. Uh, I wish I could, dude. I wish I could, but I'm keeping the work study. Oh. $83 million is only two UCB classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course. And of I'm going to get, I'm going to get like six to eight classes if I do the work study. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, of course. Of course. Uh, Again, I want 83 million, <laughs> not 166. I, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. We got to the UCB. Uh, <laughs> hey, Andrew, um, doing great work at the internship here. Uh, hey, thanks. If you could not flash your wealth around, it's kind of distracting. So, um, oh, I see what this is about. Yeah. You want, uh, I got to start wearing the socks with holes in them again. Yeah. Everyone's seeing your <laughs> socks with no holes and it's just all people are talking about and they're distracted and, okay, um, fine. uh, and they've noticed I've stopped taking the free condoms from the desk because I'm able, <laughs> I'm able to buy my own condoms now. Yeah. Um, so you need me the, to start taking condoms start, again? Yeah. The bowl is overfilling uh, and it's great in additional work. So grab a few condoms. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, this bowl is always <laughs> real full, huh? <laughs> There's more kind of in here. The- you can't afford to fuck, huh? <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Sorry, I've had a couple of these Bud Lights at the back. Huh? I'm not performing tonight. I'm just living life. <laughs> living, 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 living life. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh... Um, can I see your name for? Are you performing tonight? Uh, check the performer page. <laughs> uh-huh. Name? Uh, are you kidding? <laughs> you never saw a Kelly's Blue Book commercial? <laughs> Non-union, internet only. It's Josh Simpson, baby. Uh, Since you're not performing, a lot tonight. of these people. <laughs> what? Who's not performing when? Get out of here, copper. Tonight, uh, Bud Light's gonna cost you. Yeah. How much? How well, much? I just coached a group. <laughs> How much? Uh, four million. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> you hey, ask. Andrew. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's up, Josh? Uh, uh, I noticed you. Uh, I heard overheard earlier. You're buying your own condoms and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if you could uh, skim off a little four meal off the top. Uh, oh man! Hey, 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 hey! I'll write you a recommendation for something, or uh, uh, I'll get you an invite to a podcast or something. Oh, you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put in a good word. I mean, uh, my name doesn't carry the weight it used to, but. <laughs> I mean- all right, dude, but uh, I want a stake in the podcast. I'm looking to get some <laughs> passive income. This $83 million doesn't go as far as you'd think. Yeah, dude, you can earn 100% of it. Take all of the money. Yeah. Half of my money's tied up in string cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yours. It's yours. You'll enjoy the steady income. <laughs> all right, dude, great. All right, uh, Apodaca, here's $4 million for Josh's Bud Light. <laughs> All right, halftime. We're getting killed out there, boys. We're getting killed out there. Need a little... But, you know, I see I, you're getting discouraged. And I'm here. I'm your coach. I'm going to pep you up, okay? I think so, we should just come out with more energy. That's right. Let's come out with more energy, okay? Coach has got it. More energy. Oh, that's more, what Josh said, though. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, co-signing it. More energy. Pep talk. Let's do it, huh? I think we got to hit our blocks is yes. the thing. Nobody's the, blocking. I mean, and that's on me, dude. I've been dropping a lot of blocks out there. But I'm honestly, second half, I've got your back, dude. Hit, hit Thanks, those dude. blocks. Hit those blocks. Get each other's backs. That's what I'm saying, okay? I know kids. To have died, so uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you guys are doing great, Coach. Right? You, who died? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I've seen kids play a football game down as much as you are. Then I find out later in life they're dead. So you're not dead. You're alive. You get- <laughs> Coach, that's your only original thought so far, and it is honestly so unhelpful. Yeah, you, I'm pepping you up, right? You uh, kind of like mumbled about that in the past too. When we were running our uh, tackle drills earlier, you were like, Randall, <laughs> Randall didn't make it. Randall. All I'm saying is, uh, uh, Randall didn't make it. I was, uh, got stuck into doing it, but he shouldn't have been up to. Uh, you know what? A barn will go up fast. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever coach has got to say, guys, you know, I got something to say as well, right? Because we've been down by worse, and we come back a lot more. I mean, Andrew, I've seen you put up numbers. Like nobody's business when the chips were down. And I know that today is about to be your day. And Josh, mm-hmm. you're the heart and soul of this team. 
Hey, <laughs> your skills are good. And your heart is pure. Okay, okay. Let the coach talk a little bit. Josh? Heart pure. <laughs> Skills yeah. good. You're kind of just wasting time. We shouldn't be strategizing. <laughs> I'm giving a pep talk. I'm building everybody up, okay? Andrew, uh, you put points up. We got this, okay? A lot of same things Lou said. Uh, remember what Lou said? You know, this reminded me of that time when you just took Randall's mom's <laughs> eulogy and repeated it at Randall's funeral. What? I mean, hey, I've seen people show up at a funeral uh, alive, and then I've seen Randall dead in a casket. <laughs> Look, if you don't trust your your own powers of speech, you can just say it. You know, yeah. I mean, like if you're if that if it's not your thing, it's fine. But I can give a pep talk. It's not the reason we tried to raise cats in a barn and it caught on fire and Randall died inside. I can, I trust what I say. Okay, you know, let's just talk about strategy for the second half. Okay, what plays do you think we run? What do you want to push for? Strategies, second half. Uh Push them. Push new strategies in the second half. Get together. I don't understand soul. how Stay a cat <laughs> barn could catch on fire. Did the cats do it? Was there an element of danger? It just seems like it's got cold. We got more than we could uh, <laughs> take care of. You got to keep cats so warm if you're going to start a cat business. But Randall, you, never mind. He, he, what was Randall what doing in your cat barn? He looked at me and called me Randall. Am I Randall? Am I going to die? Uh, <laughs> Stay out of the barn, Randall. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of the barn. You make sure those cats have a fire to curl up next to you. Get out of the barn. You can do it. Oh, man. We just got penalized 10 yards for taking too long. All right. But we got there. some Sorry. more time. No, honestly, what is our strategy, though, coach? You can't just talk in glittering generalities. Like, we need a game plan. Right. You know, you know, I'm going to put points on the board. Right. Exactly. You put points on the board. None of this glitter glam, okay? You put points on the board, and we'll get a new barn. We can put cats in it and raise them. What is and the sell. business of cats in a barn? Cats, cats don't need to be bred. They're everywhere. Yeah, but they're not localized to a barn where you can pet them. Everyone likes a warm cat. Is, wait, a warm? Is that what started the fire? You're trying Did to you warm the cat? <laughs> Nobody's going to pet a cold cat. <laughs> They're all warm, They're the though. Their body pet the most. fur. Okay, we just got penalized another 10 yards. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but honestly, we have to get down to the bottom of this business model. <laughs> yeah, so, my, like, my nose is bleeding. Just consider it. <laughs> is, there a, is there a specific kind of cat you were breeding? Or is it the <laughs> cat doesn't matter. It just needs to be warm. What the fuck was Randall doing there? <laughs> he graduated 10 years ago. He was just supposed to put him in sweaters and put him next to the fire. Keep them warm so we can charge more for pets. Sweaters. Cat pets are in high demand. Everyone loves to pet a cat. No one likes a cold cat. <laughs> keep them in a barn. Keep them away from the city. You don't want people stealing your cats. No one's going to steal them. There are already so many. If they're warm, they will. People want a warm cat in their house. Okay? we got to get out there. you got to stay out of the barn, Randall. I can't tell your mom you burned up in a cat farm business. Okay? Get him, team! <laughs> All right, guys. Look, if we're gonna if we're gonna win this game, it's gonna be on us, I guess. Yeah. All right, all right. Here we here we go, Josh. I want you to do a dog leg left. I want you to Roger uh, that. All right, Lou. Yeah. I want you to block, but then drop your man and go out for a short screen. Got it. All right, Alan. Fucking block for once in your life. <laughs> yeah. David. 
fucking block for once in your goddamn life. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's good. Good strategy. I've drawn it up on the board here. This is a barn. These are cats inside of it. We put the fire up top this time. It won't burn down. Okay. That's a really bad idea because Randall, the hot air rises. The cats will be freezing on the bottom. Alan and I'm I'm that cat and yes. the barn is the defense. Let's run this play. Let's run this play. Let's run that play. Fire up top, cats below. Uh, barn on top. three. Fire on top, cats below. Fire on top, cats below. All right. Feline sweater, feline sweater. One, two, five. Randall died in a fire. Feline. Warm cat, pet, warm cat, pet. Love to pet a warm cat. Keep them in the country. Get stolen in the city. Hut, hut. Blue 42. Hut, hut. Waiting for that three. <laughs> three. Makes the pass. He leaps up, catches it. He's running with it. He's petting the football. Nice warm kitty cat. Oh no. He's going into the board. He's running for to the end zone. <laughs> Through the back fence. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> to a barn. We cut to a hospital bed. Coach, coach, yeah. wake up. Coach, wake up. <gasps> There's an accident at your cat barn. You've no. been out. No. Yeah. What happened? It c- no. A window broke and all the cats got really cold. <laughs> no. Yeah, so Randall thought that he would warm him up. No, by moving the fire from the up from the downstairs to the upstairs. No, that actually sounds sound. It sounds sound. Except then you walked in and lit the barn on fire. <laughs> I did. Yeah, because you thought the cats weren't were too cold. Oh no. We cut to a week later. The barn is kind of smoldering. Uh, Cat skeletons everywhere. God, how are we going to patch this thing up, Lou Wilson? Well, let me call an old friend. (laughs) Uh, Postmaster General, Jake Jabour. Yeah, this is Lou Wilson. Lou, what are you doing calling? Well, I'm going to need some small flat rate... And we won't stop sitting in this office (laughs) until we get what we deserve, which is mac and cheese and our uniforms back. I got Lou on the phone right now, and he needs me. And as the United States government official, I have to make the call. I have to do this. So you can sit here all you want, but I'm going to go help Lou. Lou, what do you need? Five million small flat rate priority boxes. Enough to build a barn. And also warm a bunch of cats. Well, I can get you those. I can get you about half of those boxes. And the other half. We're going to have to. I know. I don't know that I can get you that other half of those boxes. I got to. I got a friend. I can't get you those boxes. I got a friend working at MIT. He cured herpes. He might be able to come up with another way to get you what you need. 
Right. Okay. Well, then let's put the team together. Okay. <laughs> it's like an Ocean's Eleven style montage. Just phones ringing. First year college students like fiddling around with uh, toilet paper and mustard. What is it? Oh, I got it. <laughs> Hanson is counting cheeses. <laughs> He gets a phone call. Yeah, what's up? We're going to need your resources. <coughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. How much cheese you got? Oh, all the cheese. <laughs> Great. Bring it. Great. We see uh, Josh Simpson just like uh, face down on a couch with a bunch of Bud Lights all around him. <laughs> this phone ringing is not answering. <laughs> I guess Josh isn't picking up. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I thought, well, we'll, we'll call him back later. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, we see uh, Jabor's uh, Jake Jabor's phone ring. Hello. Uh, hey, what's up, uh, uh, Jake? Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, we need uh, we need somebody who can eat badges. <laughs> My doctor said I should not. What's it for? Uh, it's for, uh, it's for a caper. I'm in. <laughs> we cut to a, a club where people are holding Bibles and grinding on each other. The pastor's like, one second. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, pastor. Yes. We need a, a club-like experience with some soulful, uh, uh, accoutrements. For what? A caper. <laughs> All right. Pick up the church, boys. We're going to another city. <laughs> they all arrive. Uh, yeah, all the cars see, pull up at once. Yeah, we all see. We see this just a massive crowd of people assembled outside of this burned down barn filled with cat skeletons, uh, still smoldering. Uh, well, if we do the serenade around the boxes, we could maybe adhere them together with mustard. Yeah, yeah. yeah and if I time to together with the string cheese. That's right. Then yeah, we could yeah. probably get something. If I, Chuck Liddell, use my strength to push up the side of the barn, it could all work. My rip! <laughs> well, uh, 5 We see you down there, Lou Wilson. Uh, yeah? What are you doing out here? Stargaze. That's an airtight alibi. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the meet. That was a blast. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Um, El Pollo Loco High School is done forever, but uh, what else would you like to plug? Plug something for me. Twitter. Uh, Shows. Well, yeah, you guys can. Uh, you guys, uh, Andrew and I will be sharing the stage again at the new new show on May fourth uh, at UCB Sunset. Um, I don't know what time it's at, but we'll be there doing some new sketch stuff uh, that we're working on. Uh, Are you like one of the groups that you submitted yourselves? Uh, they asked us. Oh, that's uh, cool. But they asked like they asked for the El Pollo Local High School Collective. Oh, great. Uh, Who else is in that? Uh, Jeff Topolsky and I guess Brad Evans, our director. Okay. And also Kale Hills and Ashley Harrison. Great. Oof. That's Sounds awesome. Like fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll plug uh, every Tuesday night, 11 p.m., Cardinal Redbird up at UCB Franklin. Um, yeah. And, uh, and also, uh, you know, if El Pollo Local High School ever should reemerge, 
you, you got to see it because you, you never know when it might disappear again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can follow me on Instagram if you want at Sweet Luzinho, uh, L O U Z I N H O. Oh, and you can follow me on Instagram at, at Sale to Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't run the account. Uh, uh, Sarah Claspel set it up and uh, manages it. But uh, but yeah, you can follow it. And technically, it's a picture of me. There you go. And other pictures of me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin uh, Monda Green and Herald team uh, and I'm teaching some more improv workshops so you can go to weimprov.net for more info on that W-E improv? Yeah, W-E improv uh, Awesome, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter you can like the meet on Instagram Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff give us a nice rating, reading and, mm-hmm. rating and review in the iTunes store, it gets us up to the top of the charts there so people can find us oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I almost died at the end uh, that's it, thank you so much for listening, we'll see you next time on The Meat, The Meat, The Meat This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.